Welcome to ClickFunnels Radio, where we go behind the scenes and uncover the tactics and strategies top entrepreneurs are using to make more sales, dominate their markets, and how you can get those same results. Here's your host, Dave Woodward. Hey, everybody. I am so excited. I have the opportunity. I'm just getting to know Lauren Golden. She's one of our, our two Comic Club Award winners. She's been crushing it in building the Free Mama movement. Uh, it's a huge, thriving community. It's one of the main things we're going to be talking about is how do you actually build a movement. Uh, in addition to that, she's, again, two Comic Club Award winner, but she's also number one interna- international best-selling author for a book, The Free Mama, How to Work from Home, Control Your uh, Schedule, and Make More Money. But most importantly, she's a mom, wife, and has three kids. And I think it's, uh, I absolutely love what you're building your movement around. I uh, I had the opportunity of having my mom stay at home as we were growing up. My mom was a nurse, and she kind of worked her schedule around us being home. Uh, I understand the struggle that a lot of moms deal with as far as balancing family versus finances. And unfortunately, I think for most uh, in today's world, it seems to fall a lot more to the, to the mom than it does the, the dad. And so I'm really kind of excited to talk to you about that aspect of it. But obviously, one of the biggest things is you've had the crazy opportunity of building a massive, massive movement. Uh, I was looking at, you were on so many different social channels, everything from Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook. I, th- I can't think of anyone you're not. It's a TikTok one, I guess. But uh, aside from that, uh, <laughs> Lauren, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, welcome to the show, Lauren. And we're so glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me. And I, I will give a little pro tip right off the bat. The reason you see me in all of those places is because now I have a team. If I would have tried to show up in all of those places from day one, I would not have a book. I would probably not have a husband and I would not have uh, the community and thriving business that I do. So there's your pro tip right off the bat. Go be an expert in one place on one platform and figure that out. And then when you have the team to help you repurpose, then you can show up everywhere like I do. I'm actually nowhere, quite frankly. I love it. Well, let's dive into it. How did this whole free mama movement come about? Yeah, well, I love that you shared about your own mom. So way to give her kudos right off the bat. I also grew up with a stay-at-home mom who was very, very present for my sister and I. And so that is that became kind of the picture that I created for myself around motherhood. And when I got married and my husband and I decided to have kids, you know, we never actually even had a conversation about what it would look like for me to stay at home because we both can do elementary level math. And we knew that we needed two incomes to maintain (laughs) our bills. And, you know, we already had a home. We were, I, I got married young, we were young homeowners and we had expenses and it just was not an opportunity that, that was there for us at the time. And, uh, like a lot of people listening can probably relate to. I really beat myself up over that. All the parents, I'm sure, especially any moms listening, there was a lot of guilt involved in that. And I really, you know, had to wrap myself around a couple different identity shifts all at the same time. I was becoming a mom, but I was becoming a working mom. And in my mind that like, that's, I I couldn't reconcile how I could be a good mom and have a career. Um, Fortunately, after my unpaid maternity leave, which we'll save that for another interview on my feelings (laughs) about uh, lack of maternity leave, but um, I went back and I realized that first day back at work, even though the buildup was so emotional and leaving my daughter and all of these things and feeling so guilty and overwhelmed by it, that first day back, I actually had a huge epiphany where I realized I love working. 
I'm very driven. I've always been ambitious. You know, I've always had goals for myself. I'm a super high achiever, which I'm sure describes pretty much the entire ClickFunnels audience, you know, (laughs) and um, I I just hadn't figured out how to work in a way that was going to work for me and my family. And it got worse before it got better. My son was born two years later. And that is when I really think I hit kind of my emotional rock bottom. I felt like I was failing everywhere. I mean, my husband wasn't even in the top five priority list at this. Like, it was like, what's your name? Like, roommate, you know, and, and I'm not proud of that, but I want to be really honest that that's, that's where we were at. And we were living paycheck to paycheck. My husband's also very entrepreneurial. So he had taken out business loans to try to make things happen, but wasn't really paying himself and kind of in that phase. And so I was the breadwinner with my very modest salary. I worked at a school, but I had the benefits I had, you know, I was the one saving. And so I felt like I had to be that rock, but I was really drowning inside. Um, I, you know, I knew that I wanted to have a career. I knew I wanted to build something. I felt very confident at this point with two kids that I could be a good mom, but I knew that a traditional nine to five was going to prevent me from showing up how I wanted to. And so that really was the catalyst for everything that I've built now, there's just about three or four years to fill in in between where I had to actually figure out what the heck I could do (laughs) on my own to make money. Um, which again is probably where some of your listeners are now. They're like, yes, what did you do? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Right. Um, and I always joke that, um, if you have ever Googled Dave and you maybe have not done this, but if you have ever Googled how to make money from home, I've tried it. I've done all of those things, Um, but it wasn't until I really realized that freelancing, working as an independent contractor, as a service provider, you know, doing things that, that I really was already doing in my nine to five, I was doing some social media management for the school. I was doing, you know, some basic website updates. I was doing lots of like administrative type work and it just, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And I didn't, I'd never heard of virtual assistants. I'd never heard of online business management that, you know, we, it was not a word world that was exposed to me. And actually, I think you'll really appreciate this. Uh, It wasn't until I saw an ad in 2015, I think the beginning, like February, 2015 from Liz Benny who was launching Social Monkey Business uh, under the guidance of Russell Brunson. (laughs) And that webinar changed my life because it showed me what was possible for me, leveraging three tools, the internet, my computer, and my brain. And literally my life has never been the same since. That is so awesome. Well, Liz is a dear friend. So I'm always a huge shout out to Liz. It's fun to see who found her uh, early on. And I think it's, oh, yeah. uh, it's a huge shout out to, to her success. But I think more importantly, it's, there's a lot of people who see that kind of stuff, but not everyone takes action on it. So Lauren, congratulations on actually yeah. doing something with that. Uh, a lot of people watch webinars and never, you know, 20% actually buy and 88% just go on to the next thing. Uh, tell me though, as you take a look at the way you've grown and are building your business, um, one of the main things we were talking about offline was your love for people and your love for the business and, and, and miss uh, again, as we were first starting, Lauren's like, um, are you going to be sharing this video? Uh, if so, I'm going to kind of change the lighting. I'm like, no, I always record in video because I like seeing the person. I like communicating face to face. I'm not the same type of a person. Uh, we only share the audios, but I can tell you, uh, I think right now this whole COVID thing has been tough for a lot of a lot of us who miss the human element. Uh, I know that for a lot of people, this the ability to connect online has really, for some people, has been the saving grace. Um, yeah. And I'm really curious as you look at building this this whole idea uh, behind it, uh, as far as this whole free mama movement. What 
how did you actually do that? Because there's a lot of people who, honestly, there's a lot of people who try to grow a movement. It's tough to do. It's totally tough to do. So I won't, I won't bring COVID into the equation yet because I started this before we all had to make some pivots and take our in-person <laughs> events online and do all of that in 2020. And it is possible. I mean, in all honesty, some of my best friends in my life, I have met on the computer and most of them, I now have had the privilege to also meet in real life, but it really did start in a Facebook group or in a virtual sure. mastermind or a coaching program. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. That's never lost on me that like, what a time to be alive. I mean, we can be in two different towns right now and, you know, <laughs> doing this podcast and then broadcasting it that people could be listening to three years from now. Like what a gift um, that we are able to run with and, and produce an entire living off of. It's really cool. Um, but backing up to 2017, which is when I actually came full circle. So two years after that webinar, Liz came out with a second program called Capel and this is when I really, I really had gotten into the mission of that belief system that I had developed when I became a parent, which is that as mothers, we, we don't have to choose between family and financial stability. And so that's now, you know, the opportunity that I get out my megaphone and try to teach all of these moms is listen, like you can actually build a career for yourself where you get to set your own hours and pick the work that you do and the people you work with and, and all of these things. And so I think that's one of the really, um, you know, fundamental things of building a movement. And, and it's interesting because I, I wasn't following everything that ClickFunnels does and, and teaches when I first started, but I kind of was because I was working with Liz, who obviously yeah. had worked with Russell. Um, but now I see so many of the similarities between, you know, the funnel hackers, right? There's an identity. You build a movement when people in the movement feel a part of it. So we're the free mamas, but there's the funnel hackers and, and, and tons of communities have done this, right? Like, and, and celebrities have done this where they build an entire community of followers and they have an identity behind it. So I think, you know, being a mission-based entrepreneur, I kind of fell into being self-employed and definitely grew mostly through personal development, not professional development into an entrepreneur, but I always had my mission. And so I think when you know who you are and what you stand for, and you can clearly communicate that to other people and that you then will become the solution to teach them how to, how to achieve that mission in their own life, that's how movements are built. And movements can be businesses, but they don't have to be. And, you know, you would ask me, you know, what do you, what do you love most about kind of what you do and what's going on in your world? And I said, the people. And that's because the people make up the movement. But because I've done this in a really, um, I, I hate to use an overused word, but in a very authentic, genuine way, meaning I show up as myself. Um, one of the best compliments I've ever gotten is when someone who's in my community online meets me in real life and they go, oh my gosh, you're the exact same. <laughs> to me, that's a really big compliment because I've met a lot of online entrepreneurs that I really respect online and I'll meet them in person and kind of have like a bad taste left in my mouth. Like, oh, that's not... That's not kind of who you're putting out there. And it, you know, it can be a little upsetting. And so to me, that's a really big compliment, but I just, I am who I am. I know who I stand for. I only teach out of my own experiences, which means I can't really be wrong because I'm teaching, you know, people how to walk across a bridge that I've, I've walked across. Um, and I only teach from my truth and 
Um, I think when you do that and when you can show up as that kind of leader, um, people will want to follow you and they're going to want to hear from you. And they're going to, you know, I've done some Facebook lives where I'll, I'll be talking for like an hour and a half and people are still listening. And it just came, honestly, me up. I'm like, are you bored yet? Like I am sick of hearing this in my own voice, but because I understand them, I understand their challenge, their, their, their problems, you know, where they're at emotionally, there's a really, really deep bond and connection there. And I think the reason I'm able to do that is because I was them. So any entrepreneurs listening who, who this, the problem you solve, you, you, you're basically serving, you know, a previous version of yourself. Don't, um, don't discredit that emotional tie that you can create with those people because you, you should understand them better than anybody. Uh, and then what's the same, you know, when, when you talk to people and you show them that your solution can be their solution, that's literally how people will buy from you and follow you. So it's, that's, that's the strategic, you know, that's kind of the principal version of what I did. Of course, there's all the tactical stuff, which I don't know if you want to get into that, but um, you know, there's the tactical way to grow a Facebook group of tens of thousands of followers um, as well. But no, I definitely do want to get into the tactics. Uh, I can tell you, I remember talking to Nicholas Barely about uh, his whole idea was your mess becomes your message. And I think yeah. when you're building a, a movement, I think one of the most important things is to realize that it is so much easier to follow someone who has been where I've been versus someone who's talking about what it probably feels like. So yeah. I think uh, I would love to dive into the tactics for sure, because I know that's it's important. Again, authenticity we i appreciate how you preface it you know it's seems very tried seems it's a word that's thrown around probably too often these days yeah it's like saying i trust me i'm honest it's like uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) so i think uh that authenticity that just shows up but uh it's a hard tactic to actually teach uh i think you're just if you are you are and if you're not it's really hard to fake it so it's not uh I'm more curious though in the tactics of actually building the movement. Obviously, we've done a lot of things inside of ClickFunnel I could share, but I'm more interested in what you've done tactically to actually build a movement of tens of thousands of moms who follow you wherever you are, whether it's on podcast or Facebook or YouTube or whatever platform it's on. So how did you actually tactically do it? Tactically. Okay. So going back to the beginning, the first thing I'll share is that when you first get started as a business owner, you're going to feel like you're talking to no one and you probably are. And I think (laughs) Russell actually talks about this being a good thing, right? Because you probably haven't worked out your messaging anyway. So it's probably good that not a lot of people are listening to you, but um, you're going to feel like that. And so consistency up front is incredibly important. Now I'll, I'll try to break this down in just to a few really tangible takeaways for people who are listening. First and foremost, you've got to pick one place that's going to be your hub. Um, And so for me, that's always been my Facebook group. So when I first started, you know, you gave me kind of a shout out at the beginning, like she's on Pinterest and she's got YouTube and, and now I actually have a podcast as well and the book and Instagram and all the things. And that's true, but I didn't have those things when I started. I didn't have those things until I invested in people who helped me create more time to achieve things in my business. When it was me, myself, and I, it was really important to have one place. And that's still to this day, three years later, is the one place where I consistently show up and serve. So, so that's, that's first and foremost, where's your hub going to be? Is it going to be on YouTube? Is it going to be on Instagram and, and kind of dive into where do you already like to hang out? Because at this point, social media is so big. Like 
your people are probably everywhere unless you do something like really niche, you know, um, they're probably going to be on all these platforms. So pick the one that's most natural to you so that you don't have that resistance. Um, but for me, it was my Facebook group. I love it to this day. I will still answer every single post I get tagged in. Sometimes it takes me two or three days, but this is something I build into my time blocking on my calendar because for me, it's one of my points of differentiation. How many Facebook groups are you in where you don't even actually know who the owner is? Like you don't know who runs the group, like, you know, and so for me, um, it's important that I show up as the spokesperson of the free mama movement. And so that's something that I've always been very, very intentional with. The second thing is wherever you're building your movement, you need to realize that you set the tone. So, you know, for the first six months, I was spending a lot of time laying the foundation for what I wanted this community to look like. Part of that was showing up and offering help, answering questions for free, you know, tagging resources, like uh, being available, lots of content creation, you know, and just being showing up. Now, my group essentially runs itself. I still choose to show up there and be present, but I don't have to because I laid the foundation early on that that's how we behave. We show up, we're positive, we don't whine, we don't complain, we answer each other's questions, we don't, you know, try to like hide our best secrets, like we share with abundance. Um, and 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 I'm, I'm very proud of that groundwork because I spent a lot of blood, sweat and tears early on really trying to do that. And now it's one of my proudest accomplishments is, is the women in that group are absolutely remarkable. And while I think they're remarkable on their own, I do take some of the credit of making sure that I set that strong foundation for what that community would look like. Uh, the third tactic that I'll share with you is cross-promoting, cross-promoting. So at the end of this episode, you may or may not ask me how people can connect with me. Typically, that's a question at the end of a lot of podcasts. I 100% of the time will tell you inside of my Facebook group. 100% of the, I'm very consistent. Where do we connect? We connect in this Facebook group. Uh, at the end of my podcast, hey, thank you so much for listening to Free Mama Radio. If you want to connect with Lauren, if you have any questions, be sure to go to the Facebook group and request to join and post whatever. Like very consistent at the end of every single Free Mama TV, which is my YouTube channel. If you'd like to join a community of mamas just like you, make sure you join, check out our free Facebook group where we get blah, 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 and tell them the benefits of being there, um, as well as cross promotions with your emails. So whatever your strategy is for your list building inside of your business, um, make sure that you're sending traffic back and forth. So both on, on freebies, on webinars, anything I'm doing, as soon as that email sequence kicks off, I'm sending them to the Facebook group. And then vice versa, when people join my Facebook group, we use, um, it, I forget what it's called, but it's one of those plug, uh, paid plugins that then, you know, zaps it over to, yep. to um, an Excel sheet and then zaps it over to ClickFunnels Actionetics to then nurture them through a sequence, give them some freebies. But then now I own that traffic as well. So not only have I gotten them where I want them to be so I can cultivate them, but now I also own that traffic as well. And so as you grow, we can, I, I, something I witnessed with my own students is we, we feel like a broken record. Like we're thinking about our business all the time. And we're like, everybody already knows about this. Like, I'm just, you know, I mentioned it three times, right? Like, and we think we're talking about stuff all the time because we're thinking about it all the time. But something I've realized is, you know, you really again and again and again, because the people who already are following you and like you, they're not going to get sick of hearing yeah. you. They're not going to get annoyed, but you're going to capture those new people and you need to tell them what to do. So those are probably the three things that I would start with for anybody who wants to build a, move, a movement. Man, thank you so much. I love being able to give those that those kind of just 
super direct tactics. Uh, I know people are right now going, okay, so please, Lauren, tell me what is the Facebook group so I can go find this thing. So what is the Facebook group? Got <laughs> like <laughs> this open loop. And I, yeah, huge open loop. Everyone's going, um, uh, whether or not he's going to ask, I don't care. She's got to tell what is the Facebook group. <laughs> it's the free mama movement. Uh, you can search for it on Facebook. It's like facebook.com slash groups, the free mama movement. <laughs> and I do, I love it. I really do. Um, and so again, though, make sure you build your movement around something that you love. If you're like, oh my gosh, I hate Facebook. Maybe a Facebook group isn't the first place that you should build your audience, right? Pick something that feels good to you, um, but just make sure you're doing it in a really consistent, intentional way. I love the importance of the consistency there. I think too often people, that's the easiest way to kill a group is to be inconsistent. Uh, people need to sh- that you need to know you're showing up on a regular basis. They're going there for help. And so you need to be there and it's hard. <laughs> I, it's just hard in the very beginning until it really takes off. But I think that's what, uh, that's what separates the good ones from the great ones. So by all means, as you're out there looking at growing and building and, and trying to create that kind of movement, that consistency, posting on a regular basis. The same type of thing as far as a podcast. You post for like ClickFunnels Radio. We post every Tuesday and Thursday. So people know every Tuesday and Thursday, a new episode's coming out. Russell posts every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's just, it's how we do things so that people just get used to it. Um, tell me, as you take a look at serving this community, uh, obviously you've grown a ton through it. What are some of the takeaways uh, if you were to go back? In, what have you learned that you would have changed? Ooh, well, I don't know that I would change anything. Um, I, I just think there's too much that we learn from the things that are hard, yeah. you know, and one of my favorite quotes that I've just shown up a lot this year, especially, you know, with <laughs> COVID is that things don't happen to you. They happen for you. Sure. So what I will share, um, how, how about instead of saying what I wish was different, because I, I really wouldn't change anything. I think everything served a purpose in helping me grow as a leader and as a business owner and as, you know, a team member and all of these different things. Um, I will share with you the thing that blindsided me in business that I was not prepared for. So I just gave you all advice about mastering one platform at a time, sending your movement to one platform, all of these things, which is still true. I stand by it. Now, what I did not do very well was when I first started running traffic inside of my business, I was I was doing all of that from one platform as well. In case you can't tell, I'm a Facebook girl. It is the platform that I know inside and out. I don't need anybody to show me anything. I actually still to this day run my own traffic on Facebook. Um, and so it, it was very easy for me. And it was in August. You know how you remember the date of things that are traumatized? In August of 2018, I lost my Facebook ad account. And I've got to tell you, Dave, like, I didn't see it coming and it might not sound like a big deal, except at this time I was doing about 75,000. Now remember I launched in December, 2017. So I was a baby business owner and we blew up and took off fast. And I was here for it. Like I was ready. I was excited. (laughs) I was hiring team members. Things were going, you know, I was evergreen. And so we were looking at adding different offers. This was around the time I hired a social media manager. So we're looking at Instagram and Pinterest and starting to try new things. And literally overnight, my traffic was gone. It was gone because I'd put all my eggs in one basket and I cried in the fetal position for about three days. Um, again, I wouldn't take this back though, because what I learned from that totally was agree. that was a horrible, horrible marketing plan. Like what a horrible plan to give Facebook complete control over whether or not my business generated revenue. 
it was terrifying. Um, luckily I had coaches and mentors in my life who walked me back from the ledge and helped me think a little bit more rationally about, well, is Facebook ads the only source of traffic? Well, of course not. Okay. So what are some of the other low hanging fruit? Cause something we haven't talked about yet is I'm obsessed with time. Like I'm talking Myron Golden obsessed with time, obsessed with time. So I don't want to work more than four hours a day. I've got three kids. I've got stuff. Now we're homeschooling. Like I've got stuff to do. So I don't have time to, to, you know, be networking four hours a day and doing interview. Like I'm all about the paid traffic. I love it. The problem is I didn't know how to run traffic on any other platform. And I had no other strategies that were consistently bringing leads into my business. And so while it was scary, and while we did take a hit that month, it taught me a huge lesson. And actually that was why we started Free Mama TV. I went, what is an ongoing organic strategy that we can use to consistently daily be bringing people into my funnel? And so, you know, I I do podcasts from time to time still, and I love that, but it's not as predictable as some of the other things where I can track, like I can't track your podcast views, you know? And so that's when we decided YouTube was going to be the next platform that we mastered. And so I I bought a course, I had my social media manager go through it, um, and it has worked beautifully. And actually in January of this coming year, we'll have our hundredth episode. So talk about consistency. And it's something I'm so proud of. And we can actually track not only the revenue through leads of coming people coming into my funnel through calls to action from YouTube, but now I've had so much watch time and have so many subscribers that I have a completely new revenue stream through passive income from advertising dollars coming in from YouTube. And so I'm so like, I I, I don't regret it. I want to go back. It was horrible. There were lots of tears shed over this, this, learning moment, but talk about an example of things don't happen to you. They happen for you. What a gift that early on in my business before I had other, you know, overhead expenses or or, or expectations or people counting on me, you know, to deal with that early on and be able to like troubleshoot and problem solve and step back and go, wow, I really wasn't acting like a CEO. You know, I kind of got this one little automated machine going and thought I was going to sit back. Um, and, and, you know, to an extent there's still passive income, but like, no, like we've got to be on offense here. We got to be ready to go. And so I don't know that that's, that's probably one of the experiences in the last three years I'm most grateful for, even though it was hard to go through. Oh, I love that. Well, tell me, how has the success that you've had uh, impacted your family and your marriage? <laughs> Crazy. I mean, I, I actually just, uh, in a mastermind that I'm in, we did a like walkthrough of 2020, you know, before we shift to goal setting for 2021, let's look back and evaluate like what went well, what didn't go well. Um, and I think the first question is looking at 2020, what it was something like, um, what's the story you're, or what are you going to tell your grandkids about 2020? And what I wrote down is uh, if, if you would have told me that I would be a homeschooling parent with a multi-million dollar business living on a farm in Kansas, I would have laughed in your face. We just moved. My family just relocated like two months ago. Um, we went on an eight week RV trip this summer. That's something that before my husband and I even got married, we talked about as like our exit strategy from this world. I mean, we talked about as our retirement plan before we even got married. And, you know, through building this business and 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 I give ClickFunnels and Russell and you guys and the whole team so much appreciation and gratitude and, and, and even some credit through the things that you all taught me and equipped me with, you know, it, it literally is life-changing. I mean, we were able to take this pipe dream and not, and fast forward at 50 years and be able to do it in a way that our family was a, our whole family could experience it. We got to take our children on this experience. Um, so in very, very, very profound ways, it, it has changed my life. And, and 
I think most maybe significantly is me as a person. I'm truly not the same person I was before I fell into entrepreneurship. And um, it's, it's, it can be scary sometimes, but the continual <laughs> growth that I feel called to do so that I can grow as a leader and, and a business owner and, and the leader of my community is, um, it's a real journey. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for your time today. I greatly appreciate it. Again, people want to reach out to you. Where, where's the Facebook group they need to join? Yeah, it's called the Free Mama Movement. And of course, you heard all the other places to connect as well. I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Lauren, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me.